from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome. Welcome to Thursday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as uh, we welcome you into uh, into this Thursday morning edition of game time. Your first word in sports again. Uh, if you uh, want to join in, and be a part of the program. We'd love to hear from you. There's a couple of ways you can do it. You can call us at 254-662-1660. But your your best shot is the text line, the CNC Collision Center text line at uh, 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. And, uh, any, you know, if, if you felt like we, we may overlook something that we need to talk about, maybe you disagree with something Ward said, and you can jump in and, and, be, <laughs> and be a part of the program that way. Uh, uh, I mean, so you can you can you can you can you can be a part of the show. We'd love to have you uh, as uh, as part of the program. A lot of things to get to today, and before we do, let's let's check in. Ward, how are you this morning? Good. Anything exciting going on? It's almost football time. <laughs> it's 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 Saturday. I mean, it's closing in. Yeah. It's the, so, do you like the format that that the NFL is using with with these super wild card weekends, where you have games starting Saturday and concluding Monday? Do you like the Monday night thing? I don't need a Monday night game in the playoffs. I just don't. I mean, I, I, you I don't can, either. I like to have the crew of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman doing a game, but they can do it on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, as many playoff games as as we got, you know, you're gonna they can get they you can give. EB, ABC, ESPN, a, a playoff game that could occur on Saturday night or but, Sunday. I mean, it's fine. It makes it last longer, I guess. But I don't I don't really need a Monday night game this time of year. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I, I just – well, and here's what we do know. I'm going to – well, we talked about this. I'm going to assume that the, that would put the Cowboys or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on uh, on Sunday, I would think. If since they're playing on Monday, I wouldn't think that yeah, you would ask them probably. to turn around and play on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, uh, having traveled, you know, back late Monday night, mm-hmm. Tuesday morning. So we'll we'll, we'll see. But uh, you got to get past this one first. Jerry Jones says the Cowboys aren't playing Tom Brady; they're playing the Buccaneers. Any truth to that, in your opinion? I no. I mean. I think he's a little bit delusional. Um, I look, Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. He's not the Tom Brady of old, but he's still Tom Brady. But part of the truth to that matter is Tom Brady isn't surrounded by the talent that he has been surrounded by previously, even in Tampa Bay. This is not a great football team that Tampa Bay has. They're a good football team, but they're not a great football team. Um, So, if you want to say that, that's fine. But 
there is still something to be said about a guy who has never been beaten by a team before, ever. I mean, you just, you you can't just discount that. No, no, you're you're right. I mean, no. Again, we talk about it all the time. Numbers don't lie. And Tom Brady's seven and zero against the Cowboys, and that's just the facts. And you better take that into account. He's seven and zero against against the Cowboys. So, but you said it this morning before we went on the air. The weapons around Tom Brady today aren't exactly the same type of weapons that have been around him in, in previous seasons, right? So, how does that how does that alter? How does that change it? Is this Cowboy team equipped to go on the road and beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That, that's that's the million dollar question. I mean. If they roll out and play like they did in Washington, no. I don't think I don't think there's a team in the NFL they can beat if they played like they played against Washington. No, that that was bad. That was really, really bad football. And you know, I in I'll agree that it probably was uninspired football. But for for those to say, well, it didn't really matter, that's not true. They knew all week that there was a possibility of, of winning the division, that there was a possibility of winning home field advantage. They went on the football field for pregame with that information. They started the game with that information, and they still laid an, laid an egg. Collectively and individually, they played poorly, and that's just the facts. And a very average Washington football team – with a quarterback that hadn't taken any snaps, mm-hmm. went out and beat you. Now you're supposed to just put that in the rearview mirror in six days and go play. I, okay. Yeah, well, that's why it's kind of what I'm thinking. You know, how, how do you, I mean, you just, you just, you know, I know we talk about flushing it all the time, but I don't know, man. That's, it'll be interesting to see. And uh, and I know that Jerry Jones says Mike McCarthy. He's got plenty of uh, data to 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 judge Mike McCarthy's job performance. That he doesn't need this one game. And but you know, the more I think about it, and I think you said it yesterday. If Mike McCarthy butchers this thing, or if they go out and just collectively get their brains beat in, hmm, that give him a little something to think about. Uh yeah, I would think so. I get it. I mean, I understand he he's pulled the trigger after two years one time, and that was Chan Gailey, and he has said, in fact, he said this week, that was premature. I shouldn't have done that. I don't I don't know what his basis is for that because Gailey didn't make the playoffs either year. Gailey had a terrible roster, too, so there's that. But – Wasn't I Quincy mean, he, Carter he his quarterback? Um. No, I think that was Parcells. Really? I think. I don't I don't remember for sure on that, but I think Parcells had Quincy and Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking that about was the, a huge that was that deal. was boy, that was a bad deal. That was a bad deal. Uh all right, so we're gonna get into the Cowboys a little bit later on. Baylor basketball. Uh, we talked about it a lot yesterday. It was a huge, huge game for Baylor men 
and they got it done, Ward. They went on the road and got it done in an incredibly difficult environment. It was rocking. It was rolling. And it was it was a tough. It, it, they they made that a tough place to play. Always do. Yeah. And you know they were they were all over Jalen Bridges. Obviously, you know he transferred from West Virginia to Baylor, and boy, they just blistered Jalen Bridges all night long, all night long. But he managed to produce a double double. And uh, the Bears win. And they needed that win. I mean, they had to have that win, didn't they? Oh, there's no doubt. That was a must-win situation. We said it yesterday. On the flip side, and here again, if you don't have your A game, I don't. it doesn't matter. Uh, and sometimes even when you do have your A game, you play pretty well. And I, I watched a lot of the Baylor women last night. I thought they played pretty well. Uh, they struggled from three-point land, particularly in the first two or three quarters. Shot it better in the fourth quarter, but in the first two or three quarters, they struggled from from beyond the arc. And every time Baylor made a run, I think they even they got it tied late. And But every time that Baylor got made a run, Oklahoma State, the Cowgirls would respond. And they came away with the win and hand Baylor their first loss, and it was a home loss. You're like, hang on a second. You go on the road and beat a couple of top 25s, and then you come home and you lose to Oklahoma State. That's the Big 12 in a nutshell. I think that's the conference right now on both sides, the men and the women. And then I I did catch the last few minutes after those games. I, I caught the last few minutes of TCU in Texas. Did you see that? I did not. Unbelievably entertaining basketball game. I mean, again, here we go. Scott Drew says it all the time. Big 12 basketball comes down to one or two possessions, and that's exactly what you got. Texas pulled away at the end and wins the game. But, man, oh, man, there were some shots being made in that game that you're like, how did he do that? But then I reflect back on the Baylor men's game and – Keontae George knocks in some baskets. He made one right at the buzzer at halftime. I, I, I still don't know how it went in. He's in the corner, fading away, not towards the players on the bench, but towards the baseline and knocked it home uh, at, at with like 0.6 seconds to play in the half. I mean – it, it was he had that kind of night, and we'll talk about his night coming up as well. So we got a lot to get to on the program. RJ Choi is going to join us. He'll talk about the Cowboy playoff game, and uh, Bryce Cherry is going to join us as well. And uh, we'll break down Baylor women's basketball. Look at some of the high school stuff that's going on, and, and just uh, take a look around. Uh, sports in general with Bryce Cherry, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, starting a new thing. Uh, on the program and from time to time periodically throughout uh, you know just periodically we'll, we'll, we're going to spotlight a business and a lot of times we're going to spotlight a new business and today we're going to do just that as we're going to welcome in David Roten to the program he's got uh, SoCal Speed Shop it's a, it's a new speed shop and so we'll we'll have him come in and tell us a little bit about his business we'll do that a little later on so 
just want to take care of our own, spotlight local businesses, local people doing business right here in Waco and Central Texas. So we'll do that coming up around 745. Dave Campo was Quincy Carter's quarterback. Same thing. I mean, coach. <laughs> Same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and I was wrong. Chan Gailey did make the playoffs twice uh, in his two years. He made the playoffs both years, but he went 0-2. It was Campo. Campo never made the playoffs. Yeah, it was Campo who didn't make the playoffs, right? The only coach to never make the playoffs for the Cowboys. <laughs> Look who was under center. Number 17. And we're not talking about Don Meredith. <laughs> Holy moly. All right. Uh, boy, that was some pleasant times, wasn't it? How, how did, I'm trying to remember. How did Quincy Carter end up in Dallas? I know he was obviously drafted, uh, but, I mean, what's the, what's the background on that? Do you remember off the top of your head? I, I, this was not in our game prep or show prep. This was, this was I'm throwing you a curveball. Well, he, he was out of Georgia. And I think, I think the Cowboys drafted him, didn't they? They did draft him, but I'm trying to figure out why. <laughs> uh, we'll think about it. You, you got it over there, Ryan? You, you found something? Um, well, not not with that, but he was also drafted to the Major League Baseball draft in 96 as well. Really? So, interesting fact there for Quincy Carter. A little factoid? Yeah. Selected by the Cubs. He's from Chicago. Play college football at Georgia. How tall? What's his What's his numbers? How tall is he? He, he was He was a tall drink of water, wasn't he? Six two. Yeah. Okay. Boy, that that just didn't work out real well, did it? Did it, Ward? No, that was a failed bit. Yeah. But they handed him the keys to the car, and ooh, not good. Not good at all. Uh, all right, seven thirteen. When was that, by the way? Late nineties, early early two thousands. Uh, two thousand one was when he was drafted. Was it? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm trying to forget. Seven fourteen. This <laughs> is game time on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Only heard here. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40, Pollard. All season. 20, 10, Pollard. Good night, nurse. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Live from Raymond James Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Buccaneers, Monday at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce First Pitch Luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th at 1130 at the Baylor Club. Presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet with keynote speaker Sean Tollison, the former Los Angeles Dodger, Texas Ranger, and Baylor Bear. We'll also have season previews from Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson, Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, MCC baseball coach Tyler Johnson, and MCC softball coach Chris Berry. For tickets and more information, go to WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. That's WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys sitting here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. 
Fuzzy's Taco Shop is your one-stop taco shop for breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, hang time, game time. Fuzzy's Baja-inspired tacos, nachos, burritos, and fresh salads are perfect for any time of day. And Fuzzy's ice-cold beer and margarita schooners are guaranteed to take your meal to the next level. Fuzzy's in Hewitt is now open daily at 7 a.m. serving half-price breakfast tacos from Monday, January 9th to Sunday, January 15th. Half-price Fuzzy's breakfast tacos all week long starting January 9th. Fuzzy's in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntechSportsFan.com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Listen to Game Time online at syntechsportsfan.com. All right, seven seventeen. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as uh, we get ready to uh, roll through the, uh, the as we roll through this um, this Thursday morning here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, you, you had a couple more. Quick facts about Quincy Carter, didn't you? Didn't you, Ward? Yeah, just some numbers on Quincy Carter from his NFL career. Now he played for the Cowboys and the Jets, and then he went to Montreal and bounced around in the indoor league for a while with Bozier, Kansas City, Abilene, and Corpus Christi. But his NFL numbers mm-hmm. for the Cowboys and the Jets from 2001 to 2004 played in 38 games. Had 32 touchdowns versus 37 interceptions. Threw for 6,337 yards with a quarterback overall rating of 71.7. That's not very good. No. 71 is not very good. No. There you go. All right. uh, Basketball last night. As we mentioned, the Baylor men win uh, over the uh, West Virginia Mountaineers. And, uh, boy, I I tell you, uh, Keontae George had a huge night for the Bears. George for three, and he nails it. I'm telling you, he's not hitting anything but net. I mean, he is so confident with his shot. When he comes off of the screen, he is ready, and he is pulling the trigger the second he catches it. 32. By the way, that uh, is uh, the audio courtesy of the uh, Baylor Radio Network and Learfield 
and uh, heard right here on ESPN Central Texas last night with John and Pat. Listen to this, guys. 32 points, uh, 10 of 18, including 5 of 9 from 3, 6, and he was 7 of 9 from the free throw line and had a career-high 7 rebounds. Career-high 32 points, career-high. And again, I say career-high. He's a freshman. He's a freshman. Now, here's what I'll tell you. If you want to see Keontae George, you better go to the Ferrell Center as often as you can, or you better buy the NBA package because he's not going to be around here next year. He doesn't play like he's 18 years old. I mean, he plays grown man basketball. It is it is phenomenal. And when he's on the floor, he's a leader. I saw him last night uh, a couple of times. I mean, he was, you know, he was coaching on the floor, if you will. He was, man, he was something. He had a great night. Again, and, and Baylor, you know, one of the things that we talked about was getting stops, particularly at the end of the game. And look, teams have been shooting 50, you know, 50% on, on Baylor. Last night, they held West Virginia to 38%. And I'll say this. Baylor led for near 30, about 31 minutes out of the game. and But they never could get that separation. And West Virginia just kept fighting back in the game. It's, it's amazing. And look, so West Virginia is now, what, 0-4? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to play them. I mean, the Toussaint, the point guard, he he had twenty last night, and this guy can he can he can knock them home. That it, you would think if you're zero and four that you know that's an easy cakewalk. Go on the road, take care of your business, but not the case. Particularly late in the game, West Virginia just kept coming back, making some crazy shots, you know, right at the end of end of the shot clock or whatever to stay in the game. And I'll say this: uh, is if they're you know, Baylor was twenty three of thirty six from the free throw line, they had to they had to make free throws. But if they had an opportunity that they could have, if they would have converted both ends a lot of times, that they they could have got a little more separation than what they had. I mean, a couple of times they fouled Keontae George. He'd make the first of the two-shot foul and miss the second and left West Virginia an opportunity. Heck, West Virginia uh, had a possession with the game down to three points and, and missed a shot, and then Baylor chased it down. I thought West Virginia got a and, – and I'm going to look at the numbers here real quick. I thought West Virginia got a lot of second-chance opportunities. They scored nine second-chance points, but, man, they got some offensive rebounds. At least it felt that they, that they got some offensive rebounds. They had 12 offensive rebounds in the game last night. But at the end of the day, Baylor gets the 83-78 win, and, you know, Scott Drew on the, on the postgame show, Pat Nunley asked him, did, did he feel like the team was, was improving and getting better? 
Oh, defensively, I mean, we held them to 38%. And, mm-hmm. uh, the last couple games, that, that have been 58%. So a lot of improvement there. Transition defense has gotten a lot better. Um, only 10 turnovers for us against West Virginia. That's really good for us um, because they, they get in the passing lanes. And uh, so a lot of marked improvements for us. And uh, now um, we just need to keep building on those and, and keep improving. And uh, with a young team, hopefully we got, we got a high ceiling. That's Scott Drew, and again, that was on the uh, post-game show last night uh, on the uh, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield right here on ESPN Central Texas. Bears are back in action. They're back home against Oklahoma State, and that'll be late Saturday afternoon. I think it's a 5 o'clock tip, 4.30 for the pregame show. Meanwhile, at the Ferrell Center last night, the Oklahoma State Cowgirls were in town. They beat Baylor 70-65. to Baylor had four players in double figures, nearly had five. I mean, Caitlin Bickle had 12 rebounds and eight points in the game. Uh, Jay Noins had 10. Uh, Jamie Asbury had 19. Bella Fontleroy had 10. And, you know, Sarah Andrews had gone for 30 and 27, respectively. She had 16 last night. Oklahoma State led for 35 minutes in this game. Baylor only led for a minute and 53, but Baylor wouldn't go away. I mean, it was one of those type of games where they every time Baylor would fight back into the game, Oklahoma State would make a run. Now, Baylor struggled from beyond the arc uh, for most of the game until they kind of got it going to the fourth quarter. They were 4 of 10 from three-point land in the fourth quarter, but 0 for 9 in the second quarter, 1 for 6 in the third quarter, 1 for 4 in the first quarter. And Nikki Collin talked about shooting threes after the game. You know, I, I, I think that a lot of people, I've heard them say, like, that we live and die by the three, which I'm just telling you, if you watch basketball, it's not true. You know, we shoot we shoot normally 30% of our shots are threes, so that's not even close to living and dying by the three. Um, and I'm sure, you know, we, we died by the three tonight. There's, I mean, there's, there's some truth in that. But it's not how we play. It's not, it's not what we ask them to do. We ask them to take the shot that the defense gives them, um, and we ask that from, from players that are capable of making them. You know, and I think sometimes um, those shots are presented. I didn't like our threes in the first half. Um, you know, we were one for 13 from three, and, and 10 of those threes were without a paint touch. Um, we make threes when we get paint touches. When we touch the paint and we kick the ball out, and then we make the extra or we kick it out, um, you know, but 10 of those threes were without paint touches. Some of that you're moving it against the zone. Um, but we just, we settled, you know. We played a little too cool for school, and that's my fault. That's Nikki Collin talking about uh, the, the three-point shot. But again, Baylor in the first quarter was just one of four. 0 for 9 in the second. Uh, but heck, guys, they still hung around and, and fought. And if you break it down by quarter, they, they got out. Scored nineteen to fifteen in the first, so they're down four. Uh, got uh, out, you know, outscored in the second quarter by two, so you're down six. But then they outscore Oklahoma State in the third, and they in, it's dead even in the fourth. That's how close that game was. But they never could Ward. They never could get over the hump, and, and, and that's credit to Oklahoma State. It is, and you know, you've got to be able to shoot better. Like she said, she wasn't happy with some of the shot selection. Uh, didn't move the ball around as much. And, you know, sometimes when you move the ball around like what she's looking for, that opens up even a better shot. But it's understandable that 
you know, you you see the defense giving you that, and sometimes that's a ploy to lure you into that, and especially if you're not shooting at a high percentage. Um, this is a good basketball team, but this is a good league too, and you cannot you cannot shoot a low percentage and expect to win a lot of games in this league right now. And I think she was, you know, she referred to what you say, too cool for school. I, I think the message that that she was trying to send to her team before the game was, hey, look, you know, yeah, we had a good week. We're off to a good starting conference. But it's because we did the little things and we worked hard and, we, you know, and all that kind of stuff. You can't just come out here and it's just not going to fall into place. And you sense that, you know, listening to some of the postgame stuff, that maybe that's kind of the attitude that they had last night. I don't know. But I, I guarantee you that'll get cleaned up in a hurry. Yeah. And, and, and they're going to have to. They're going back out on the road. They're going to West Virginia on Sunday. And we'll have that broadcast, I believe, at one thirty right here on ESPN Central Texas. So, look, I, I, did you expect anybody to go through the conference unscathed? I, I certainly didn't. But – you were certainly hoping, again, as we've talked about six million times, take care of your f- home floor, you know, and and I think you gave yourself a little wiggle room on the road when you went and got those two last week. And, you know, maybe you can do it again uh, on Sunday afternoon when you go play at West Virginia. So we'll see. So now Baylor's at 3-1. and one. The Baylor women are at 3-1 and one in the league. So we'll see. All right, uh, 729, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad to have you with us. Uh, We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And uh, we are brought to you in part by our good friends at Morrison's Gifts. You know, at at Morrison's, we talked a lot during the Christmas season about all the great things that you could do uh, at Morrison's and through Morrison's, but man, this is one of those deals where if you want to give a gift, a just because gift. Now, look, you can go get a birthday gift, an anniversary gift, uh, a graduation gift, whatever. You Look, you can do that all day long at Morrison's and it's going to be a great gift. But I'm telling you, go do it, you know, in the middle of on a Wednesday for no particular reason. There you go. Just for no particular reason. And you, it's boy, you're going to hit a home run, guys. I promise. Morrison's Gifts have been doing this thing since 1979. You can choose from John Hart leather goods, Consuela uh, products, and it, guys, if you don't know what that is, ask Sarah when you get there, or Sally when you get there, and, and they'll take, they'll explain the whole thing to you. It's uh, they'll they'll get you fixed up on all those great items and ma- make sure you understand what 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 you're getting. Uh, they got key rings, uh, Times candles, all kinds of cool stuff. At uh, at Morrison's Gifts, and uh, look, they'll gift wrap it for free, and if they need to, they'll deliver it for you. Morrison's Gifts is a Baylor alumni business, and they're at forty three zero eight West Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli and the Brazos Square Shopping Center. I think they're in the process of moving a couple of couple of doors down, and when they do, then you know we'll let you know all about that. But uh, th- I know they're they're expanding because of you know all of the. They keep expanding their inventory, giving you a better selection, so you can check it out at Morrison's Gifts. Again, 4308 West Waco Drive in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. 
everyone with the Cowboys Playoff Report. I'm Christy Scales. The defense is getting two key players back in time for Monday night's wild card playoff game against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Details after this. Dak Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys are headed to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Rowdy while enjoying $5 Miller Lights, lawn games, food trucks, and more. For more info, visit DallasCowboys.com slash playoffs. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys defense is getting linebacker Leighton Vander Esch back from injury in time for Monday night's wild card game at Tampa. And the same goes for a big piece of the line, as in three... As in 340 pounds big of defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins, who missed the past month with a torn pectoral. They need Hankins to not only stuff Tampa's run game, but also pass rush up the middle against Tom Brady. He does a good job of helping this offensive lineman out. Obviously, when he step up in front of the pocket, I think we do a good job of not allowing him to step up and make passes. Playing the way we play, you know, lead the NFL in turnovers. So we just got to do a job and just play the way we know how to play. Don't change anything. Cowboys Bucks kickoff Monday night is 7:15 Central. With today's Cowboys playoff report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Keontae George poured in 32 points to lead Baylor to its first Big 12 win of the season, 83-78 on the road at West Virginia. The news is not so good for the Baylor women as they suffered their first league loss at home against Oklahoma State, 70-65. Their next action will be Sunday afternoon at West Virginia. The MCC men and women both opened conference play with a road win. The men beat Hill 75-59, while the women topped Hill 84-46. 
Nelson Cruz has signed a one-year contract worth a million dollars with the San Diego Padres. The 42-year-old designated hitter will be the second oldest player on the Major League roster this next season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 735, welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're happy to have you with us. Drive safely if you get out and about. Remember, if you missed anything on the program, you can always go to SyntexSportsFan.com, SyntexSportsFan.com, and catch the podcast. Go back. we got all of our programs uh, on the uh, on the on the website as a as a podcast let's uh let's check in with rj Ochoa. he's got blog of the boys and espn san antonio rj good morning thanks for your time jerry jones said yesterday that the cowboys aren't playing tom brady they're playing the tampa bay buccaneers are you buying that that since tom brady is seven and oh against dallas uh, it's great to be with you guys, and I mean, I, I buy it to an extent. Um, I think I think that is, I mean, it's obviously literally true, but I think it's true um, in a metaphorical sense to some degree. But um, you know, th- this is p- part of who Tom Brady is, is is the narrative of it all, right? Like, part of it is like kind of psyching yourself out of the situation because he is Tom Brady, he's the goat, he's done all these things, et cetera, et cetera. He's undefeated against the Cowboys, and so. You, you have to have enough mental toughness, mental discipline to kind of, you know, power through that. It, it is at the core of it. And I know a lot of people scoff at this idea. One of the more average quarterbacks of this particular NFL season. And so you have to kind of keep yourself calm uh, when it comes to that. Is this the year that the Cowboys lose both their coordinators to head coaching jobs? Honestly, this is the most confident I have felt in the last few years that they're not going to lose either one of them. Um, you know, they're not, neither one of them, neither Dan Quinn or Kellen Moore, are, are seemingly the coordinator du jour right now, right? Like Shane Steichen is a big name, Jonathan Gannon. Um, you know, I think even Frank Reich is kind of commanding a little bit more attention. Sean Payton being out in the ether kind of changes things a little bit too. Uh, and plus, there aren't as many openings. I mean, generally, there are about seven to eight. Um, and, and right now, we're sitting on five, and we'll see what happens with the LA Rams. But um, I, I ultimately think both are back. I know that's that's kind of boring and that's kind of chalk, but, but that's a good thing for the Cowboys. Uh, on our CNC Collision Center text line, uh, a uh, a listener wants to know if Van Der Esch is going to get an extension, and uh, because he, he feels like that Van Der Esch's leadership uh, on the field and off the field both are, are missing. Do you agree with that assessment? I think that Layden has really surprised a lot of people. Uh, people forget that it was about two days after the Cowboys, maybe three or four days actually, after they drafted Micah Parsons back in 2021, uh, when they declined the fifth-year option for Layden Vanderish. And that that kind of you know flipped the hourglass upside down um, and, and set the end of his career with the Cowboys into motion. And and he played really well. That that you know last year was was the first year in a long time that he played every single game, all 19 games. And really kind of dispelled the notion that he was injury prone. And, and obviously he was playing really well this year before getting hurt. And so I, I think he's certainly proven his value to the team. And, and I, I think he certainly made himself a lot of money with how he's played this year in this, in this one-year deal that he signed. But I just don't know that it makes financial sense for the Cowboys. This is just, you know, when you're a good team like this and you kind of fall into these situations, there are invariably good players who, who it doesn't make all of the sense in the world to bring back. And, and I put Van Der Esch into that category, unfortunately. How did the Cowboys flip the switch from last week to this week? You know, maybe I've, I've just begun to drink the Kool-Aid or chug the Kool-Aid. I'm, I really was not 
bothered by last week. I mean, you know, I was bothered in, in that it, it was it was not great and it was a poor performance. But I mean, it, it seemed pretty obvious in, in my estimation, and maybe this is just me coping that they were kind of playing for this week. Um, it felt really similar in my mind um, to in 2018. The Cowboys beat the Eagles in overtime on an Amari Cooper walk-off touchdown, and they had, they all they had to do was win a game to clinch the NFC East, and they had three to go. And their first one next, they went to Indianapolis and they got skunked. They lost 23 to nothing. Everybody kind of panicked and everybody kind of said, oh, my gosh, what's happening here? Um, and, and it felt like they, they really didn't play that game to win. You know, Zach Martin missed that game. It was just not their best stuff, um, not by design, but, again, under the premise that they had a lot of room for error. And so um, I understand the Cowboys could have clinched the one seed last week. I understand they were playing for something. Um, but, but it felt like they understood, you know, the math of it all and that that wasn't going to wind up happening. And so would it have been great had they looked better? Absolutely. But, but I, I think that they kind of waved the white flag last week. And so I don't know that there's much to turn the page from. I, I think that, you know, they've been, they've been staring at this page for, for two weeks, I guess is my entire point. Talking with uh, RJ Choi, it's uh, ESPN San Antonio and blog of the boys. RJ, when, uh, when you look at this matchup, what's what's the one thing that you're circling? Is it is it quarterback play? Uh, is it offensive line play? What what are you looking at? What's the key matchup in this football game between the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You know, it's it sounds lame, but it's it's the trenches, right? I mean, if you're on if you're Dallas on defense, I mean, you got run all over by these guys on week one, and and if you can't stop them on the ground, I mean, everyone's going to give the credit of it all to Tom Brady, but. You, you have to find a way. You have to find a way to mitigate the ground game. You haven't been able to do that if you're the Cowboys really all season long or for most of the season, I should say. And so you, you have to find a way to win that battle. And, and again, similarly, on, on the other side of the ball, we haven't seen the Cowboys run the ball at will. We haven't seen them kind of impose their will. We haven't seen them dominate on the ground. It feels like it's been a long time since Tony Pollard did a classic sort of Tony Pollard thing. That, you know, again, if, if you do buy everything I said a moment ago, you have to kind of believe that they've been saving it all, right? Like they've, they've been kind of conserving and prepping and understanding that, that this season was about more than what they did on, on Christmas Eve against the Eagles. And so um, you, you have to find a way to win in that sense, because if you're, if you're going down there and you're expecting to throw the ball 35, 36, 37 times, even if you do believe that the, all, all of the interceptions are not on Dak Prescott, you're, you're opening doors and you're, you're inviting opportunities for bad things to happen. Do the Cowboys get uh, Tyler Biotis back this week? I think so. I, I mean, at, at this point, it really feels like that is is, is where the arrow is pointing. Um, that, that's a big deal. And I think that was a big reason why the Cowboys obviously struggled so much last week. And um, I, I think it's interesting, again, to kind of you – know, I don't know that he falls into this category, but that Leighton Van Der Esch could have played. Jonathan Hankins, you know, felt right. But obviously the IR rules are what they are. Um, I, I think that, you know, it, it just, it, they caught a break and that Tyler Biotis is going to be healthy enough to come back. And, and that's, that's the biggest deal for them. Presuming he plays, that's the biggest injury situation that's being addressed. But, but I, I do feel like it's happened. Is, is there any correlation with this game in, in week one? I know it was 17 games ago, 18 weeks ago. D- is there any, do you put any stock in what happened in week one at AT&T and in what could potentially happen uh, on uh, on Monday night? You know, I, I guess I'm just, you know, feeling super cliche this morning. I might, you know, watch a, a great, like, movie franchise or something. But I, I think where, where week one was valuable in that was that it, it really kind of humbled this team. I mean, and, and you guys remember, everybody 
was out on the Cowboys. Everybody buried them. Everybody thought they were done. Their season was over. There's no way they're coming back from this. And and part of it was because they lost to this team specifically. And I know that the Bucks didn't look great in that game, but but this is the team that, that gave them life. You know, this is the team that, that gave birth to that. And so um, put what you want in, into the idea of revenge, put what you want into Dak Prescott telling Tom Brady after the opener last year, we'll, we'll see you again, whatever. Um, th- this was the team, you know, in, in the scary movie that knocked the Cowboys out and didn't chop their head off and, and left them for dead. And, and the Cowboys woke up and stormed all the way back to this point. And so I think that matters. Um, I don't know that there's anything from a film perspective. Again, everything about who the Bucks are is, is most about who they've been for the last month, month and a half. Um, but but it is, I think, a powerful tool, the way that the Buccaneers kind of humbled the Cowboys and, and everybody made sure that, you know, that the Bucs are still the Bucs and the Cowboys are still the Cowboys. That, that only changes if you make it change. Jerry Jones said on this weekly radio show that Mike McCarthy is safe no matter the outcome of Monday night's football game. If the Cowboys go in and get blown out by Tampa Bay, put in a poor performance as they did last Sunday, is he really safe? You know, Back in the offseason, people would say things like, well, does he have to reach the NFC title game to, to be safe? And, and those questions, I think, are, are interesting because they, they do depend on context, right? Like how, you know, because the question would be, how do they get bounced in the division around? How do they get bounced in the wild card around? Do they, you know, miss a field goal? Is there a questionable call? Is there a, a, a clang off the upright? But to your point, if you get blown out, I mean, I, I really think that Mike McCarthy has done a wonderful job. And I don't think that McCarthy has done anything uh, to warrant the team moving on from him. But but you go out there, you get blown out. I mean, the, the thing about this is, is the Cowboys have been waiting for this game for a year. I mean, you know, yeah, there were important games along the way, but this has always been about avenging what happened against the San Francisco 49ers a year ago. And so if you waited an entire year just to go put up a goose egg, just, just to go look flat, then, then yeah, I, I, I think you do have to at least have the conversation. But, but I do think the fact that the Cowboys were able to have sustained success they've been able to be a playoff team they've been able to, to have double digit wins i know those are, are low benchmarks but you know breaking news the, the cowboys aren't exactly the pinnacle of success over the last quarter century and so um <laughs> ultimate, ultimately um i, I think it, it would be a mistake but but i certainly understand the, the question if, if it is a really poor showing you, you can't you can't not ask the question but you can be rational you can be objective and you can't allow yourself to become emotionally compromised over the last month or so, uh, Dallas, his sack numbers are down. Is that a direct correlation with the the injuries in the secondary, particularly at the two corner positions, where they, they've got uh, they've got you know some injuries there, and, and they're having to play other guys? Is there a correlation between the secondary giving up some 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 completions and the lack of sacks? Yeah, I think so. And and I think missing Leighton Vanderush has been a part of that. Like things are just different. The communication's not entirely the same. Um and, and I also think that I mean teams teams are way more equipped now to kind of handle the, the, the staunch Cowboys pass rush. Teams are, are way more inclined to get the ball out quickly. And the problem is that Tom Brady is, is kind of the master at that. And so um I, I do think that teams have done everything they can to mitigate the Cowboys pass rush. And I think from a pressure standpoint, from a speed standpoint, they're having the same amount of success. It's just a matter of, of you know, everybody's a little bit more prepared for that. And so you, you have to find a way. That's a factor, I think, going into Monday night. You have to find a way to get to Tom Brady. I mean, Micah Parsons did in the season opener. He got to him two times, and, and it still wasn't enough. Um, and so uh, you, you've got to find a way to make a game-changing, classic kind of Cowboys Micah Parsons play. Uh, if you can't do that over the next month, it's probably not going to work out your way, and that's going to bum a lot of people out. 
Do the Cowboys in the offseason need to try to go out maybe in free agency and find a receiver that helps C.D. Lamb be a better number one receiver or maybe go find a number one and put him back in that number two spot? I think that C.D. has has well established himself as, as the alpha of the group. Um, and, and I think, you know, they're, they're in sore need of help because, you know, in today's NFL, you, you need a bunch of alphas, right? Like, you know, one alpha now is, is not enough. Uh, I mean, you think about the other kind of great receivers in the NFL, Justin Jefferson has, has a, a Robin, so to speak, and Adam Thielen. Jamar Chase has one in T Higgins. Stephon Diggs has one in Gabe Davis. Keenan Allen has one in Mike Williams. The Niners have a million of them. The Bucks have Chris Godwin to Mike Evans. The Eagles have Devontae Smith to AJ Brown. You have to have more than one, and and the Cowboys just don't right now. And so it's it's not easy, but it's easier for defenses to kind of game plan for you because Michael Gallup hasn't been the player that you paid him to be, and and that that's unfortunate, but it's it's the truth. He hasn't been that great of a player, and he's been coming back from the injury, and that's all understandable. But it's the it's the boat you made, or, or it's the bed you made, excuse me. And so that has to be addressed. I don't know if it's Odo Beckham Jr. I don't know if it's drafting somebody. I don't know if it's it's believing that Michael Gallup is better in year two after the ACL. But that that absolutely has to be something they focus on. They don't have enough right now. And and maybe it's enough. Maybe they go out and win the Super Bowl because C.D. Lamb and it just went off. And all of a sudden, T.Y. Hilton did turn into this like amazing time down near the end of the season. But you you cannot presume that that C.D. Lamb and some dudes is enough to get it done in the NFL on a regular basis. Do the Cowboys win Monday night? I think so. And I understand the, the history. I understand they've disappointed. I understand the Tom Brady factor. I understand they're wearing blue jerseys. I mean, I, I get it all. Yeah, what's the deal with that, RJ? Why why do they continue to put on the jinx? Well, the Bucks do have the right. Uh, they're, they're the home team, and the Bucks chose to wear white. So this, this particular situation was out of the Cowboys' hands. Um, and I, you know, I don't know if the bucks are instigating the, the curse or whatever, but, uh, sure they are. I mean, it, it, it just, they're the better team. And I, and, and I mean, I know people again, roll their eyes and, and the Cowboys are, are the butt of every joke, but they are the better team. As far as who they are today, they have the better quarterback. They have the better defense. They have, at least on paper, they have the best, they have the best player in the game in Micah Parsons. Um, I mean, all of the math suggests that they would win. And I understand that that has been the case time after time after time after time. Someday, I don't know if it's, it's next week. I don't know if it's Tuesday. Someday the jokes will end. Someday it will all be over. Someday there will be a new narrative. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I understand that the, the current one is very powerful and very spooky. Um, but it just, it, the Cowboys are the better team. And um, I, I trust them to be that group on Monday night. RJ, what are you working on for blogging the boys? Just trying to keep the waters calm. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> as you can imagine, uh, a stressful week for, for a lot of people. And so, but you know, it's, it's supposed to be, I mean, it, you know, it, it's supposed to make you sweat. It's supposed to, to make you want to vomit. And, and if it doesn't, <laughs> you know, then, then, I mean, Hey, then what would it be? What, what is it all for? You know what I mean? Like if it doesn't make you, you know, want all of it to end, then how you know if it didn't hurt so bad, then it wouldn't feel so good when it ultimately does finally happen. And so um, it, it's okay to be scared. Uh, it's okay to say that out loud because um, you know it could happen. It, I mean, at, at the end of the day, this is going to happen to somebody, right? That somebody's going to win the Super Bowl. Somebody's going to do this, whatever. And the Cowboys are one of the somebodies. I mean, and and you can't ask for much more of an opportunity in a literal sense than that. 
RJ, as always, it's a pleasure, man. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. You do the same. All right, I got to ask you real quick. Are you scared or do you need to throw up? I need to throw up. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> 751, we're right back with more in just a moment. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Our Baylor Coaches Show returns for the spring semester Thursday, January 19th with head track and field coach Michael Ford and basketball coach Scott Drew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Attention farmers and ranchers you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost effectively that's where agritech animal health with chad spitzer and his staff are all about people you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry from the heart of texas to the red river they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust stop by and see ashley at their marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500 it's agritech animal health ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Keontae George poured in 32 points to lead Baylor to its first Big 12 win of the season, 83-78 on the road at West Virginia. The news is not so good for the Baylor women as they suffered their first league loss at home against Oklahoma State, 70-65. Their next action will be Sunday afternoon at West Virginia. The MCC men and women both opened conference play with a road win. The men beat Hill 75-59, while the women topped Hill 84-46. Nelson Cruz has signed a one-year contract worth a million dollars with the San Diego Padres. The 42-year-old designated hitter will be the second oldest player on the Major League roster this next season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com.
All right, 7.54, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As we mentioned to you at the top of the show, we, we're going to start doing a little thing. We call it a, a business spotlight as we spotlight uh, local businesses here. Uh, we love it because it's local people doing business and opportunities here in Central Texas. And we welcome David Roten into the into the studio. David is with uh, SoCal Speech. Okay, David, first of all, good morning, and I'm confused. Right. You're in Waco, Texas, and your business is SoCal. Help me. Help me. <laughs> well, it's an entity, entity that's been around for a long time. And uh, here we are. Uh, I do a bunch of racing, met the guys at SoCal, uh, and we decided to open up something here in downtown. Talk a little bit about what you do. For those who, who may not know, talk a little bit about uh, what, what goes on at 321 South 6th Street. Well, there's a whole lot that goes on at 321 South Street. just depends what time you get there. But uh, we have a retail store. We offer a whole line of apparel, uh, trinkets and trash. We have a ton of stuff for uh, memorabilia for your wall, tins. Really? Uh, signs. We have hot rod parts. I got a chassis of a 32 Ford. Uh, that we're building right now inside the store. And then we got a shop outside that we do some work as well. We do full fabrication and customization. Do you, do, do you help guys and gals locate vehicles? If I came to you and said, hey, I'm looking for, oh, I don't know, a 49 Ford pickup. Can you Do you kind of have some of that information where you can help me locate it? And- for sure. We have a ton of people uh, that call from the other side of the tracks that are looking to get rid of that stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. So that's a, it's a neat spot to get what you need is and i mean this is is this kind of a new thing i I know that you know hot rods are not a new thing but i mean is 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 what you're doing in this marketplace kind of new to us it is new to a lot of people but there's a bunch of hot rodders here and street riders that have uh have been doing this for a long time so you're you're if if i'm getting this right you are not only a business but you're also a convenience for these guys cuz now they're able to stay right here in town run right downtown and get those things that they need or or order those things that they might need for their particular vehicles yes sir that's right this is an extremely unique situation it's not something that is in every city uh and to get these early ford parts is uh is a treat to be able to walk in the door and touch them and see them and feel them. Because I would imagine with with how things have been going in, in every supply industry, prior to this, getting parts was probably as difficult as it could be. And, and now you're going to have a lot of this stuff in stock. And if not, you're going to be able to get your hands on it in a timely manner. Yes, sir. The most unique thing about SoCal Speed Shop is that we actually manufacture most of our own parts. So if you come to the store, we got a whole wall of, of early Ford, like Model A parts, and everything on that wall we actually manufacture here in the United States of America. So are you able to lean on the other SoCal stores across the country? Uh, if maybe, you, maybe you're maybe you out of a particular part and, and they've got it uh, in, in the Southern California store. I mean, are, yes. you, are you guys swapping and trading and doing oh, yeah. all those kind of fun oh, yeah. things? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll have uh, – I had a brake kit at my place, and I let somebody have a part out of it because they needed it. So I called, we have four stores. There's one in Surrey, British Columbia. There's one in uh, Upland, California. Um, there's my store here in Waco. And, uh, and that's it. I said four. Okay. So w- give us again where you're located and, uh, and, and talk a little bit about uh, uh, store hours and, and how, how they can get a hold to you, David. Sounds great. Uh, we're right, actually, conveniently kitty corner to the silos right on sixth and jackson oh okay we share the building with the hay sugar candy store they're building a brand new marriott hotel real nice boutique hotel across the way there 
So we got a neat situation. If you, the guys come into town with their wives to go to silos, mm-hmm. and uh, they got a hideout. We got a neat. <laughs> we got a big backyard. We got a ton of places to uh, to chill out. Uh, sometimes we have some beer. Sometimes we have some margaritas. It just depends what's going on. We got a big tent outside, and we have a car show kicking off in February. We have them every second Saturday of the month, um, up until about November, till the till the weather turns. How cool is that? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We'll block the streets. Uh, we usually have between 50 and 100 cars out there and a really neat uh, assortment of cars. We've got some hot rods, street rods. We've got muscle cars. We've got some of the new stuff, some of the Hellcats and Mustangs. and uh, We even have a bunch of uh, drifter cars that show up. Oh, that that I bet, I bet that is so much fun. I, I would imagine, you, just listening to what you got going on, that this would be a great place for a young lady to go if she's looking for a gift you know, she just doesn't know what to get that guy. I mean, I bet there's some cool stuff in your store that oh, she's yeah. going to walk in and go, he's got to have that. Well, what's really funny is the guys come in and they love it. Right? Yeah. There's a bunch of neat stuff and stuff that you can't just go get anywhere. But the women come in and uh, they just start stacking it up on the counter. <laughs> Uncle Joe and Cousin Harry. And, yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. And guys will come in. They have a shirt for 20 years. This SoCal's been around since 1946. And selling T-shirts and hot rod parts for that long. So some of these guys have shirts that are 30 years old. And they'll come in. I've had this shirt 30 years. And then they'll buy one shirt. You know, the wife comes in. She buys the whole rack. We've got about 75 different shirts on the Very wall. cool. Very cool. Hey, David, thanks. Uh, continued success. And, man, we, we, we're excited for you and hope that everything goes well for you. Thanks. I thanks for being here. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. You bet. That is uh, David Roten with the SoCal Speed Shop. Again, they're at 321 South 6th Street. It is 8 o'clock and time for our uh, Baylor Sports Beat program. Here is the voice of the Bears, John Morris. This is the Baylor Sports Beat. A daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's covered check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a win and a loss for Baylor basketball last night. We'll give you details as the Baylor men win on the road and the Baylor women fall at home. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Bears bring it up, leading 67-66. Two minutes, 15 seconds to play in this game. Give to Keontae George. Three oh. is good! Another three by Keontae George. That's a career high with 28 points on the night. Bears go up by four. 
Courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, one of the highlights from last night as the Bears got a career-high 32 points from freshman Keontae George in an 83-78 win over West Virginia in Morgantown. George added a career-high seven rebounds in the game. The Bears led by six at halftime, also got 19 from Adam Flagler and 10 points and 11 rebounds, his first Baylor double-double for Jalen Bridges in his return to Morgantown. 83-78, Baylor wins the final after the game, head coach Scott Drew. We, we are grateful and blessed, and thank you, God. So after being on the other end of two in the past week, uh, so uh, uh, grateful for this one. And, you know, you play a lot of close games. You're going to win some, you lose some. We win West Virginia – excuse me, we win uh, UCLA, Gonzaga. We win West Virginia. We lose TCU. We lose Kansas State. But after you get a couple tough losses, it's sure nice to get a win. Well, and you guys went down five with about seven minutes to play, so you had to dig down, right? <laughs> And in a Big 12 game, I don't. I think you dig down no matter what. <laughs> uh, up five, down five, you know it's never mm-hmm. over till it's over. And, uh, again, that's why everyone's projected an NCAA tournament team and it's an at-large team and it's um, uh, it, it's always a, a struggle. I tell you, the guys really wanted to uh, see Jalen um, celebrate and uh, they gave him the water shower in the locker room. Scott Drew following last night's 83-78 win by the Bears in Morgantown over West Virginia. Next up, the Baylor men home hosting Oklahoma State Saturday at 5 in the Farrell Center. While the 18th-ranked Baylor women fell to the Cowgirls of Oklahoma State last night in the Farrell Center, 70-65 to the final, first conference loss of the season for the Baylor women, who now go on the road to play at West Virginia Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. It's the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce First Pitch Luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th at 1130 at the Baylor Club, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet, with keynote speaker Sean Tolleson, the former Los Angeles Dodger, Texas Ranger, and Baylor Bear. We'll also have season previews from Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson, Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, MCC baseball coach Tyler Johnson, and MCC softball coach Chris Berry. For tickets and more information, go to WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. That's WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake or campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Just after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. You can catch the Cowboys in Tampa Bay Monday night, 6 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas with, uh, with Babe Loffenberg. With Christy Scales and, of course, with the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, Brad Sham. And again, Ward, we were talking about it earlier, that the Cowboys and, uh, and, and Jerry Jones, he, he, was, he was talking this week about facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he was asked about Tom Brady and Brady being 7-0 and against the Cowboys and Brady being the GOAT 
and all of those things. And Brady beating the Cowboys uh, on opening night. And Jerry Jones said that the Cowboys aren't playing Tom Brady. They're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, I, uh, that we're at their home. Uh, uh, Brady is a factor, but, uh, you know, when you really think about it, we're not playing Brady. Uh, Brady is, uh, you say, well, in this game, quarterback, uh, the fact that he's quarterback teams that you haven't beaten but with him quarterbacking. But, boy, we're playing the entire Tampa. We're playing Tampa Bay, the team. And uh, it's inconceivable—it's inconceivable that we could uh, make Brady not play well and get their tails beat by the rest of the team. And I'm not trying to be cute, but we've got to go play the entire team. And this Brady thing has uh, got to be sensitive. I, I know it's there, and I respect that. Gives us a challenge to do something we haven't done before, and that's beat Tom Brady. Jerry Jones. He ain't playing Tom Brady. They're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Ward. Okay, put down the Johnny Walker blue. <laughs> Look, I I, I kind of get what he's what he's trying to drive home, but the oh, fact I, of the I matter get it. is, I mean, he's he's going the Tom Barfield route. What's that? Well, you you always say hey, the quarterback gets all the blame undeservedly and gets all the praise undeservedly. I. I I agree. I believe that because I believe there's two other phases that they have zero to do with. Mm-hmm. There's a defense. There is a special teams. There's that, also a thing that we've said about Dak Prescott that he doesn't have the capability to will his team to a win. Tom Brady does. Well, <laughs> he's got the skins on the wall to prove it. Absolutely. And there's quarterbacks that have that that skill set. He's one of those guys. And he makes everybody around him on the field better. No matter who it is, everybody around him is better on the field because he's out there. In the last four football games, who's playing better football, Tampa Bay or Dallas? In the last month? Uh, I I guess you'd have to say the Cowboys, but they're so inconsistent it, it makes me hesitant to say the Cowboys. I mean, Tampa Bay is who they are. I mean, and they're and they're not a great football team, but they're going to beat the Cowboys. You've got it down in in yep. what is it six inch letters or whatever mm-hmm. Jimmy said. Yeah, <laughs> I I think they find a way to win. Uh, they being the Cowboys, I, am am I sold on this team playing deep into this thing? No, but. I just, I, you know, and I know we're talking about Tom Brady, and I know we're talking about the GOAT, and I know we're t- all that stuff. Yeah, but again, they're still 7-9. and nine. Exactly. And I and I understand that. And I don't think that Tom Brady goes out and beats them without any help. And you I, said, I'm saying, it. You've I'm, said it all along, that he doesn't have the help that he needs. No, he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. But I don't have confidence in the Cowboys not to get out of their own way. If they went in, and I'm not saying they will because <laughs> I don't think they will because they don't normally, but if they went in with a pretty simplistic game plan and, and, and figured out a way to, 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 to play that sound defensive special teams, offensively just be who they are, would you give them a chance? I'd give them a better chance if Kellen Moore doesn't try to get too cute, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I, I just I look at this team and go, through the course of the season, the body of work, Dallas is four games better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Doesn't matter when you get to playoffs. They're all zero and zero. I, I know I say it all the time. But to get there, you had to have done. Okay, but again. Aren't they fortunate that they're in the South and not in some other division? Or they yeah. wouldn't be in the, they would have not qualified for the playoffs. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. And the one thing is that Tampa Bay is not a great team, okay? Dak Prescott struggles more against good teams than he does average teams. Playing down? Well, no, he doesn't play down. He can't he can't play up. Good team. His record against good teams is awful. Awful. Well, I know you can go back through over the last couple of years and look at the division and go, okay, the Cowboys, because last year the division was, was terrible. But well, they year, stunk. Yeah, but you can't say that about the division I, this year. No, but I'm, but the Cow, Dak Prescott's record alone against good fo- 500 or better football teams is dismal. He cannot play against good football teams. His His numbers are against bad football teams. For his career? For his career. Because I don't... Is that fair to say this year? Yes. Okay. I haven't looked that stat up. We're going to try to effort that one for you. But, you know, they're... The the Giants are a plus 500 team, right? Yes. He beat the Giants. He beat the Eagles. He split with the Eagles. I'm just trying to think over, you know, just look, I haven't even really gone through the schedule. But they lost to Tampa, but Tampa's a sub-500 team. They beat Cincinnati this year. They beat Philadelphia. They beat Detroit. They beat Philadelphia once. They split with Right, they split with Philadelphia. They beat Detroit. They beat Minnesota. Uh, they beat Tennessee. Is Tennessee plus 500? Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of going through their schedule and, and doing this off the top of my head here. But this year they beat, they beat a lot of – again, they got 12 wins. Regular season. Who cares? <laughs> well – I mean, at the end of the day, you're right. If 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 this team goes and, and goes belly up, it's just what we said back in the summer. They don't win Monday night. Ward is on record as saying they don't win Monday night, and I'm I'm going to kind of roll with they do find a way to win the game. I I just think defensively, as you point out, even though Tom Brady's Tom Brady, he doesn't have all the all, all the weapons around him and. This is a good defense. I know that over the last month that they've had some struggles getting pressure, but people are getting the ball out of their hands too. Mm-hmm. They figured out, hey, throw it before eleven sacks, and that's you know that's part of the equation. So against teams with winning records this season, Dak Prescott was four and two, and coming into this season, he was eighteen and twenty four. So he is now twenty two and twenty six all time against teams above five hundred. That makes you feel good, doesn't it? There you go. Although, but they're not playing a team above five hundred. They're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> the Cowboys still have that tendency to play Cowboy down to their apologist. Uh, no, I'm just 
I just think that they're a better football team than Tampa Bay. I don't think they're a very I don't think they're a great football team, but I think they're better than Tampa Bay. This year anyway. All right, eight fifteen, fifteen after eight. Uh, this is game time. Cowboys and the Bucks on Monday night. We'll we'll do our picks officially tomorrow on all the, the playoff games. But we you know what? If you want to throw it in right now on the CNC Collision Center text line, don't bet with your heart, bet with your mind. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. If you had, you know, if you were going to put a million dollars down, are you going to put a million dollars down on the Buccaneers? And, and no points. I mean, just straight up. Who wins the game? Cowboys or the Buccaneers? In Tampa. It's a road game. Mm-hmm. It's a Monday night road game. Wearing the blue jerseys. You know, Washington did that to Dallas last week and seemed to work, didn't it? <laughs> Every time they take the field in the blue jersey, I get sick. This cringe. You remember when it really was a thing? It still is. You think so? Yes. I don't. I think the guys kind of like wearing blue. Uh, But it used to be a deal now. The jinx. It's another one of those great cowboy things. Who wears white at home? Cowboys. They started that. Yeah. We'll wear wear white at home. The the, quote-unquote reasoning was from Ram, so... Our fans could see the colors of other teams. Ah, I thought it was you going to tell me because it's so stinking hot in Texas. That no, it was the he, white his jerseys. Excuse was because so the the home fans could experience the the other uniform of of the other teams. Huh. See, I never heard that one. I I, I never knew why, but I I did know about the jinx. I it's did, real. <laughs> it's real. It's 16 after 8. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, where you could check out the 2023s. And uh, in 2023, you could start something new. It's the Something New Sales Event. They, look, they've got some 2022s. They've got some great deals on 2022 Ram 1500s. We're talking about Lone Stars, Laramie's, and the top of the line Longhorn, and the Longhorn Limited. You can get values up to Thirty-seven fifty-eight. That's right, three thousand seven hundred fifty-eight dollars, or fifty dollars rather on uh, fifty-eight, uh, three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars uh, in 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 fifteen hundred on the fifteen hundred Lone Star Crew Cap plus four four point nine percent financing for seventy-two months. That's just one of the great deals going on at Allen Samuels. They're at two hundred one West Loop three forty. They're just down from Highway eighty four. Uh, you can check out all those great deals at allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. Call Ted Teague. Talk to him. Say, hey, I need a deal, and Ted's going to hook you up. 772-1000 is the phone number for Allen Samuels. Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't think the reporter did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. And what Gundy loves to do, he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back, and he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. Some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break. Donate blood. And save lives. 
Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Fuzzy's Taco Shop is your one-stop taco shop for breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, hang time, game time. Fuzzy's Baja-inspired tacos, nachos, burritos, and fresh salads are perfect for any time of day. And Fuzzy's ice-cold beer and margarita schooners are guaranteed to take your meal to the next level. Fuzzy's in Hewitt is now open daily at 7 a.m. serving half-price breakfast tacos from Monday, January 9th to Sunday, January 15th. Half-price Fuzzy's breakfast tacos all week long starting January 9th. Fuzzy's in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. It's the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce First Pitch Luncheon, Wednesday, January 25th at 1130 at the Baylor Club, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet, with keynote speaker Sean Tolleson, the former Los Angeles Dodger, Texas Ranger, and Baylor Bear. We'll also have season previews from Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson, Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore, MCC baseball coach Tyler Johnson, and MCC softball coach Chris Berry. For tickets and more information, go to WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. That's WacoChamberOfCommerce.com. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, C21, welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As uh, we move through this Thursday morning, if you're out and about, drive safely. We'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line. Let's see, uh, Jose and Temple says, Pokes win. How about that? See, and that's another one. Ryan, do you remember the Cowboys being called the Pokes? I do not. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> I do. He doesn't remember uh, 1990. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. My parents were in high school in 1990. Okay. <laughs> Does it make you feel old or what? <laughs> No, it doesn't because he's a baby. He's like four years old. I mean, <laughs> five. Oh, God. Hi, Steph. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Good. Happy Thursday. Today's Thursday. Yeah. All day long. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Yeah. 
How are you? I'm good. T minus one day. T minus one day. I got one more day till vacation. Are you getting excited? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty I'm much. Jealous. I want to go on vacation. Well, submit the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope I hope you have a good time. You deserve Thanks. it. Relaxation. Yeah. So you know how we've been talking football, football, football. So I was surfing the internet yesterday, and I saw these names of football players, and I just sat at my desk and laughed really hard. So here we go. Here's the lineup. The quarterback for Oklahoma. His name is General Booty. <laughs> That's well, yeah. Funny. He also played at Tyler Junior College. He did? He did. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, you ready? I'm going to keep going. Running back for Auburn, Tank Bigsby. Now, that's a that's cool awesome. name. Hey, Tank. That's cool, right? And I can just hear the commentators, commentators now. There goes Tank. Takes the ball down the five to the two. Look, see, I can do it. That's a play-by-play, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wide receiver for the University of Louisiana Monroe, Boogie Knight. (laughs) Boogie Knight? Boogie Knight. That would be cool. Like if (laughs) there's a song in there somewhere. There's a movie in there somewhere. (laughs) Be careful. But think if he got a touchdown, they could say Boogie Knight. You know that wasn't it a BJ song or something? No, that was a the Gap. That. No, I think I that know. was Who Casey that? and the Sunshine Band. Casey and the Sunshine Band. That was well, probably like Tom's favorite band yeah, back well, in the is. day. <laughs> All right, you ready? Wide receiver for the University of Buffalo, Booby Curry. <laughs> Every time I hear her say that, because she ran these by me yesterday. That's funny. When I hear that, I think of that the, the running back from Odessa, Odessa Permian. Permian. Yeah. Booby Who just ended up in jail last week. Oh, oh awesome. Really? <laughs> okay, you ready? Oh. Tied in for Wake Forest, Jaeger Bowl. Jaeger Bowl. That could be like a Jaegermeister and a Red Bull. That could be a drink. That, that's Jager a real Bowl. drink at the bar. Ugh, ugh, gross. Okay, moving on. Offensive lineman, Georgia Tech. Wing green. Wing? Wing, W-I-N-G, wing. Like chicken wing? Yeah, like fly like a bird. <laughs> Why are you flapping like your arms? arms? Nobody can see you. You realize this is the radio. Because I talk with my hands, too. All right. Offensive lineman for UNLV. Here's a cold one. Tiger Shanks. And That'd there be a goes kicker's Tiger. name. <laughs> Shanks. Yeah, it's Shanks. Shanks. That's genius. Yeah. I know. Okay. You ready? Arkansas. In fact, Tom's daughter went to college with this kid. Yeah. Linebacker, Buck Coors. No, no, no. Not him. Oh, no. Arkansas, Bumper Pool. Bumper Pool. Wyoming bumper is Buck Coors. That's bumper his name. Pool. That's his bumper. name. Bumper Pool. You ever played Bumper Pool? Yes. <laughs> I'm really good I've at it. I've seen him play several times, you know, on parents' weekends and all that. That's funny. Bumper Pool. Okay, yep. I screwed up. But Wyoming linebacker, Buck Coors. Now, that one's funny. Buck Yo, Buck, Coors. get me a Coors. <laughs> wow. All right. Defensive back for North Carolina, Storm Duck. Storm Duck. Duck. Now, here's the thing. If he would, he could go into the portal, the portal, go over to Oregon, be the Ducks. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be cool? Storm oh, Duck be right. playing yeah. for the Ducks. Quack, quack. Think about it. How'd how <laughs> they go again? Quack, quack. Anyways, okay. Again, this is the radio. They can't see you. They She's can picture. flapping her arms. And- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two more defensive back for Alabama. Kool-Aid 
McKinstry. Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid. He's making this up now. I am not Kool-Aid. It's kind of cool. Yo, Kool-Aid. Remember the Kool-Aid commercials? Mm-hmm. I know Ryan does it, but do you remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved Come it. busting through the wall. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I saw that. That was a big dude now. <laughs> All right. Last one from LSU defensive back, Major Burns. Mm-hmm. Those are some cool names. They are some cool names. Yeah, General Booty. You didn't do the the main guy. The main guy? Yeah, that plays for... Uh, Nebraska? No, plays for Minnesota, the Golden Gophers. Oh, uh, I His can... name is Cool Whip. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some strawberries with your Cool Whip? I just made that up. Oh, Oh, well, sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, as good as any of those. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's some cool names. I like, you know, Bumper Pool. There's some parents that should be whipped. General Booty, I know. General Boogie Booty. Night. Boogie Night would be cool. You could have your own, like, theme song. <laughs> but you talk Again, about some, there's a whole movie. Yeah. There's a theme song there. I think there's some mm-hmm. NIL dollars associated with those. some of those names. Yeah, you better be careful. Right. Uh, oh, we'll throw that out there. I agree. There you go, Steph. All Thanks. Right. right off into the sunset. Have a good day. Okay, I will. See you. 828. I would say go sell something, but I know better than that. 828, this is game time here. <laughs> Boy, I'm getting a look now. 828, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. She's storming off. What's that guy's name? Stormin or Storm Duck? Storm and Norman. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where are we here? It is eight twenty eight. This is Gabe time on ESPN. Speaking of which, I want to. Uh, I wanted to get this in here real quick. Saw this this morning, and we've talked about it all the time. The transfer rule. You know, nearly two thousand FBS players opted to enter the transfer portal following the twenty two season. How about this? The NCAA Division I Council approved legislation yesterday to limit waivers for second-time transfers. Now, undergraduates who transfer will have specific guidelines they must meet in order to be eligible for immediate playing time starting with the 2023-2024 season or risk sitting out a year between transfers doesn't have anything to do with grad transfers. And there are some specific rules that they went through that uh, will uh, aid guys into becoming eligible immediately. Just a quick question. Does that slow down the portal? Well, if you're not going to be able to risk. play. Sir? Define risk. It doesn't say they will. It says risk. Uh, let's see. Uh, the new rules or an attempt to rein in the number of players using transfer portal, which has exploded. Uh, They gave some examples. Uh, First of all, one of the examples they gave from a player's perspective is JT Daniels. (laughs) I mean, you know, he's got some frequent flyer miles, you know what I mean? Because he has transferred four or five times. But uh, let's see, they were – a player can receive immediate eligibility if they have a physical injury – or a mental health condition that pushed them to transfer from the school. Uh, it, circumstances that could force a player to leave the institution. Maybe they were involved in a sexual assault or, or an abuse situation. Uh, no other factors will be considered, uh, including academic considerations or playing time. So I, I guess they're going to get right down and give you some specifics to that. 
But I think clearly they're trying to slow down. Hey, I didn't get to play. Let's move on. They're trying to slow it down. Yeah. So they're also trying to slow down the tampering. Good luck with that one. Good luck with that one. All right. Well, uh, you can only tamper once now. <laughs> yeah. It's 831. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, with Pat and John, here on the home of the Bears. The Baylor men back home in the Farrell Center Saturday, hosting Oklahoma State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long, here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Fuzzy's Taco Shop is your one-stop taco shop for breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, hang time, game time. Fuzzy's Baja-inspired tacos, nachos, burritos, and fresh salads are perfect for any time of day. And Fuzzy's ice-cold beer and margarita schooners are guaranteed to take your meal to the next level. Fuzzy's in Hewitt is now open daily at 7 a.m. serving half-price breakfast tacos from Monday, January 9th to Sunday, January 15th. Half-price Fuzzy's breakfast tacos all week long starting January 9th. Fuzzy's in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Keontae George poured in 32 points to lead Baylor to its first Big 12 win of the season, 83-78 on the road at West Virginia. Bears will be back on the court Saturday afternoon when they host Oklahoma State for a 5 o'clock tip-off. The news is not so good for the Baylor women as they suffered their first league loss at home against Oklahoma State, 70-65. Their next action will be Sunday afternoon at West Virginia. The MCC men and women both open conference play with a road win. The men beat Hill 75-59, while the women topped Hill 84-46. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin has been released from the hospital and is now recovering at home. Bills coach Sean McDermott said it's up to Hamlin as to when he will return to the team facility. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 834 as we welcome you back into the program. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas and we welcome into the program the uh, sports editor of the Waco Trib, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. Let's begin with basketball last night. Welcome to the Big 12. You you just don't know what's going to happen from night to night in this league because everybody can play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Nikki Collins mentioned uh, just last week that, uh, you know, after those two wins on the road over top 25 teams that she said, uh, we can't feel, we can't start feeling like we've arrived. And, um, you know, they have to Baylor women have to c- continue to play with, uh, kind of the fire and, um, focus that, um, that really got those road wins. Um, and that was a little bit lacking last night. I thought, uh, you know, a big part of the, you know, problem for Baylor last night was just not, not making shots. I mean, it was one of those nights where, uh, they just could not hit an outside shot. I mean, uh, they got good looks and, uh, you know, Nikki bristled a little bit when, uh, when we asked her about it after the game, uh, I know she, feels like sometimes that uh, people complain about the number of threes that Baylor takes. And she's like, look, you know, we do not live and die by it. We, we shoot about 30%, which uh, 30% of their shots are threes normally. Um, and, but, you know, they also have to take what the defense has given you. Well, um, you know, last night, Oklahoma state, hit them with the zone defense and just dared them to shoot. And, uh, you know, Baylor swung the ball around. They got good looks, but they just could not hit them. I mean, and, and then they did hit a few in the fourth quarter that got them back in the game. And then, you know, then they missed a couple of late free throws that would have, uh, you know, even if you split those free throws, you would have tied the game. Um, you know, and Oklahoma state hits a big three. And so, that's the ball game, but, uh, you know, like you said, it's, it's a really competitive, uh, big 12 on on the women's side this year. And they're just going to have to be ready to play every time on the men's side. They find a way to get off the uh, slide and get back into the left side of the column. How big a win was that being on the road at West Virginia for this team? Ginormous. I mean, they all are in, in conference, but, uh, certainly winning on the road at a tough place. I mean, Morgantown's never been uh, an easy place to, to come out with a win. And, man, how good is Keontae George? Uh, that that guy, you know, we know he's a one and done. We know he's probably a lottery pick. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of those scouts that were there uh, last week for you know, for that last game, last home game for Baylor, I think there were like 18 teams represented. A lot of them were there to watch Keontae George. I mean, uh, and he's he's special. I mean, um, the hang time, the just the scoring ability, and then, you know, he's a really uh, exceptional passer too. I mean, I think that was a part of his game that maybe not everybody realized he had. Um and, you know, he's just got to get uh, enough guys around him. Um, and, you know, they've got to get a little bit better defensively, but obviously a big win, you know, getting that on the road last night in Morgantown. I- I'm going to take you back to the women for just a second. It, it would, you know, Nikki talked about, uh, you know, 
how they approach last night's game. How do you how do you feel like? And I know you're not in the locker room, and I know you're not on the on the bench. But I mean, you were there. How, how do you how do you feel that they approached last night's game? Were, were they a little were they a little overconfident, or, or were they locked in and ready to go? Just you know, like she talked about last week. See, as I was watching it, I didn't notice any problems with hustle, aggression, like mm-hmm. flat. I, I didn't pick up on any of that. Um, and yet they referenced it after the game, really without being prompted. Um, and I think where it showed up, um, and, and, you know, Jade Owens was one who said it really after the game. She said, um, we've, we've got to um, – not feel like we're that team, you know, that team that just, uh, you know, we got to realize that everyone is going to come out and play their best game against us. And, you know, we can't just take it easy. And defensively is where uh, Nikki, I think was most frustrated because they just, they had some slow rotations and, and she, she kind of gets into the nuts and bolts of basketball. um, And, she talked about how Oklahoma state, um, you know, if they line up in a certain set, you know, that you actually know what they're going to run. You know, uh, she said, we, we have certain sets that, you know, we might have five different options out of, but they do not. And so, you know, uh, she was disappointed that a lot of Baylor's rotations were too slow and they were Oklahoma State was still getting the shots they wanted, even when Baylor knew what the shot was going to be. So uh, that was just a lack of probably focus and uh, maybe you know, being a little too relaxed. So um, sometimes it's subtle, but um, I mean, you just you just have to kind of a lot of times play like you know you're 20 points down, even when you're not. Bears get some help in the quarterback room via the transfer portal with Mississippi State's Robinson coming in. Does that open the door for competition this spring at quarterback? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see how you wouldn't, um, you know, open it up and and let those guys compete. Um, certainly, uh, you know, maybe it's Blake's job to lose in terms of you know him being the incumbent, but uh, I don't think you bring. Uh, a guy like Sawyer Robertson in without, you know, giving him a legit shot at the position and seeing how it all plays out in the spring. I mean, you know, and Sawyer, uh, he talked to our John Warner uh, yesterday and said, you know, that he, uh, you know, he said all the things that you would expect him to say in terms of, you know, I'm looking forward to playing with Blake and learning from him and da 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 da. But, you know, I'm, he's a competitor. He's going to want uh, to, you know, have his shot at it. Um, and we'll see how it plays out. I mean, spring will be huge in, in determining that. Uh, look into your crystal ball. Are they through with the transfer portal for the, for this year? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's like perpetual, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's free agency. Uh, and it, it doesn't ever seem like it, it stops. Uh, um, man, that's a great question. But uh, put it this way. If they add another one or two, I would not be surprised. Talking with Bryce Jerry, the Waco Trib. Uh, Bryce, uh, t- yesterday a a new one started. Today, one exits. Uh, as we have the uh, the new head coach at Robinson, Chris Lancaster, started yesterday, and today is the final day. 
it's just hard to believe, but the final day for uh, for uh, the uh, the head coach and athletic director of the uh, Lorena Leopards, Ray Biles, and, and I think you feel the same way most of us do about Ray Biles. Uh, just some thoughts, kind of reflect on, on on your relationship with 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 Ray. Man, uh, he is just. I I said it in a tweet. He's as good as gold, and I think you've seen it um, with just some of the reaction of of other coaches around this area, including some who who even admitted they didn't know him that well. Um, I saw uh, a comment from Marcus Hood, who's a sports writer down in Temple, who said, I really wish we would have, I wish they would have been more in our coverage area because every time he had an interaction with them, it was, you know, he just uh, really treated them great. Um, And that's just Ray Biles, man. I mean, um, and Ray was funny on the phone with me the other night when I was talking to him. Um, He was like, you know, oh, not everybody likes me, and da 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 da. You know? <laughs> and I mean, and sure, that probably is true. I mean, you know, none of us are uh, universally beloved, but uh, well, you say, are. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say Ray has uh, very few detractors because he just—he's um, a man of integrity. And, I mean, I think that shows up in his coaching. And, um, you know, certainly he had a reputation for a long time of really just maximizing Lorena's talent, um, teams that played hard, that didn't beat themselves. And then, you know, these last few years, they just – obviously they've had some really good, uh, you know, talent, some good cycles of of kids that came through. And obviously it all came together in, in 2021 with the state championship. And, you know, he's, he's obviously earned the uh, right to, uh, to take a little break, to visit the grandkids, spend time with his wife, Julie, but certainly we're going to miss him. Absolutely. Hey, hey, what are you working on? What are you guys working on for uh, this weekend's Waco Tribune Herald? Uh, this is big Super Syntex weekend. So we got the uh, six-man team being published in Saturday's paper. Should be online sometime Friday. Uh, so that would be tomorrow. And then uh, we've got the, uh, you know, Super Syntex team coming Sunday. Um, and, and uh, you know, it's always tough to pick, no doubt. We love that assignment. You know, it's it's fun. But, man, you know, it's always like, wow, uh, we've got so many good kids around here, so many good players. And uh, so we try to find as many uh, places to put them. And and, uh, so that will all be revealed on Sunday. Sounds good. Hey, Bryce, as always, man, it's a pleasure. Thanks for your time. We'll, uh, We'll catch up with you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. That is Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trib. Uh, 8.46, 14 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're right back with more in just a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. I'm running out of time. So I think yeah, you are. Like, if, if we're going to do it, it needs to be this year. There you go. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person. Thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game. At 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Keontae George poured in 32 points to lead Baylor to its first Big 12 win of the season, 83-78 on the road at West Virginia. Bears will be back on the court Saturday afternoon when they host Oklahoma State for a 5 o'clock tip-off. The news is not so good for the Baylor women as they suffered their first league loss at home against Oklahoma State, 70-65. Their next action will be Sunday afternoon at West Virginia. The MCC men and women both open conference play with a road win. The men beat Hill 75-59, while the women topped Hill 84-46. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin has been released from the hospital and is now recovering at home. Bills coach Sean McDermott said it's up to Hamlin as to when he will return to the team facility. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, it's 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, time for Did You Know? Ryan, what do you got for us this morning? 
So first off, gentlemen, we will start. Did you know that today is Drew Pearson's 72nd birthday? How about that? Yes. He uh, was a, originally, we talked about yesterday, Tom, originally a quarterback at the University of Tulsa, converted to a wide receiver his junior year, mm-hmm. where he racked up 55 catches for one th- uh, just under 1,100 yards and nine touchdowns. Hall of, Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2021. Way too late. Yep. And he's one of only 22 undrafted players to make the Pro Football Hall of Fame, including one of only two Cowboys to do so. Can y'all name the other Cowboy? Undrafted to make the Hall of Fame? Undrafted. Uh, if this helps y'all out, he was teammates with Drew Pearson for six seasons. Leroy Jordan. Incorrect. Ward? No. I have no idea. Cliff Harris. There you go. Cliffy. Wachita Baptist University Zone. How uh, about that? Boy, he would hit you. And that 73 draft, which would have been Drew Pearson's draft class, 49 wide receivers were taken, and Drew Pearson was not among those 49 wide receivers as well. And did you gentlemen also know that today, uh, 2015 CFP National Championship was the first one at AT&T Stadium. Ezekiel Elliott rushed for 246 yards and four touchdowns in that game where Ohio State beat Oregon 42-20. to 246 yards for Zeke in college. And then also, this is also the anniversary, 1969 Super Bowl III, Joe Namath's guarantee also occurred ah, on this day. How about that? Where Joe, Joe Namath, Willie. Mm-hmm. They beat the Baltimore Colts 16-7 to at the Orange Bowl in Miami. And it was one of the biggest upsets in Super Bowl history as the Jets were an 18-point underdog to, to the Baltimore Colts. And also, another fun fact about the Super Bowl, it's one of only two Super Bowls in history to feature two 100-yard rushers. Who were they? Uh, for the Jets, it was Matt Snell. He had 121 yards on 33 carries and a touchdown. And for the Colts, it was a fort ba- uh, fullback Tom Matt had 116 rushing yards, no touchdowns. That was back when it was the AFL and the yes. NFL, not the AFC and the NFC. And then the other Super Bowl with 200-yard rushers was Super Bowl 25 between the uh, the Giants and the Bills, where Thurman Thomas and Otis Anderson rushed for 100-plus yards. How about that? Oh, there you go. Bills still haven't won a Super Bowl. <laughs> well, they go four years in a row. Four in a row. And I'm telling yes. you, I, I, look, the Cowboys love scheduling them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just jot it down. Neither one of them are making it this year. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, Ward, you, just, you ran across the – Preseason, and I'd say preseason, top 25 football, top 25. The way too early. Yeah, way too early top 25. Um, and I don't have it in front of me now. Oh, okay. It, but Georgia was number one, right? Yeah, your usual suspects are number one. Georgia, Bama. Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, in that order. Clemson in there someplace, I'm assuming. Clemson was number 11. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know Big 12, Texas was 14 number 14 texas tech was number 20 kansas state let's see back up texas was 14 tcu 15 kansas state 17 texas tech 20 when somebody 23 oklahoma Oklahoma was 23 right behind a&m at 22 isn't that interesting so Uh, the find any of that no no does it really matter no no. The only thing I would tell you is... What do they even base that on? 
It's something to print and something to get you and I to talk about. <laughs> That's what that is. So, uh, uh, all right. Uh, let's see. 8.54, 6 away from 9 o'clock. John Morris is coming up at uh, 3 this afternoon. And Matt Mosley will be here at 4 o'clock this afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Continue uh, to talk some basketball and get you ready for the NFL playoffs. Again, Cowboys and the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday night. <laughs> You're laughing. Why? I just because you and your blue Kool Aid. You think? I I'm just not real it's clear. Ranger blue or cowboy blue? Seven. They played 17 games and they couldn't even break 500. Yet you've got them winning a playoff game mm-hmm. against a team that was 12 and five. Mm-hmm. Even though they laid an egg in the final game, and I and I am not buying that, they just went through the motions thing. If they did, that was a mistake. If they did, that was a mistake. So anyway, we'll see <laughs> Monday night. That's why Cowboys they... can't win a playoff game, especially on the road. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't argue some of these facts, but at some point it's got to turn, doesn't it? Doesn't have to. I'll believe it when I see it. You would like it to. You would want it to. You would wishful thinking it would. (laughs) Well, I mean, are the Philadelphia Eagles the best team in the NFC? Yes. The Cowboys beat them. Oh, Lord. Well, did they not beat them? Without their quarterback. Dallas went 4-1 without theirs. Come on, give me a break. (laughs) I've got your answer, and you don't like the answers. You don't like the answers. Because they're irrelevant. The narrative you've got is they'll never win a a playoff game. At some point, they, well, they don't have to. There you go. Is this roster, what is wrong with this roster? The offensive line's banged up. The defensive line's okay. Your secondary is is in dire straits. Uh, Your running game is pitiful and your quarterback is colorblind. <laughs> it's 857 we're out of here.